Time to wake Time to up. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned into His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. 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 Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They are at the wheel, and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here at His Hard Line for episode 472. And we are going to be talking about basically the military and how it is indeed in charge. And it, well, I say in charge, but how the military is actually conducting its operations. Now, a lot of what I'm going to play tonight, and then we're going to comment on it because it's better to come from somebody else who actually really has been really looking at this and really, really, I mean, really looking at this. So as you all know, I'm going to have Kirk uh, Pendergrass on from Kirk's Law Corner. He's going to be on on Tuesday night, Tuesday night here in his heart line. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in Mountain Time, that would be 5 p.m. Mountain Time. All right. So that's number one. Um, Let me take care of the rest of the housekeeping here. So housekeeping point number two, don't forget my website, www.hishardline.com. I'm doing my best to update it a little bit more. I'm trying to add some stuff. I'm thinking about taking the TikTok down because TikTok's not really relevant for me. Um, in fact, quite frankly, it's just a big time waster. Um, I, so I'm actually probably going to remove that. 
um, altogether. Uh, really, the only reason I like TikTok is just for a couple of pages I follow. But outside of that, I really don't do anything. Yeah, I made some videos that actually garnered 34, 35,000 views. But by and large, um, I, I'm, I'm keeping the account. I'm just I'm going to take it off the website. But I did start a clout hub. So I want you guys to know right now. In fact, I am streaming live with video. So I'm doing Podbean. If you have a clout hub account, you can actually go on and see the live stream. It's a, it's the only place I'm video streaming. I'm not doing Rumble. I'm not doing um, <clears throat> I'm not doing Rumble. I'm not doing YouTube uh, or BitChute or anything like that. So right now I am streaming live video streaming on Clout Hub. So you can go check that out. Um, and uh, like I said, so I'm streaming live audio uh, from Podbean and then the video on Clout Hub. So there is that. So if you want to see my ugly mug and my uh, beautiful civil peace flag behind me, uh, come on over, check it out. It, you're going to hear the same. You're going to hear the same thing that you're hearing on Podbean, except you're just going to be able to look at my ugly mug. That's about it. Um, I just streamed on the Bible uh, reading and uh, I did a quick playback on that real quick just to see how it looked and how it sounded. And actually it was all right. Um, I'm not a big fan of video, but you know, uh, Rietta out at the California General Journal Assembly, she convinced me to re you know resurrect my my Clout Hub account. So go over there, his hard line. So basically, that only makes three social media platforms that I'm I'm a part of. All right, yeah, excluding Rumble. Like obviously, I'm on Rumble, but I don't really upload a whole lot of stuff over there. And if I do, they're going to be like special projects. Okay, so. Uh, just FYI, you can follow the page over on there on Rumble, but I'm not going to be like posting audio shows over there. Uh, that's going to be more like specialty stuff when I do come out with something. Um, but as far as the three primary social media uh, sites that I'm on, Telegram, True Social, and now Clout Hub. So go check that out. But yeah, so um, the interview with Destry Payne released uh, with the from the show Patriots with Grit with Josh Lehman, who is part of the, I believe he has now sworn in and uh, signed his JCO and everything, but uh, part of the Missouri General Journal Assembly over there. So go check that out. It's on Rumble, I believe on YouTube, but it's definitely on Rumble. Go follow the page Patriots with Grit. I got to tell you guys, I've listened to a lot of interviews that Destry has been on. All right. Uh, he's been on with Lena with the Power Passion Freedom Show. He's been on uh, Reba's show, who happens to be cousins with uh, uh, Johnny Cash, if I recall correctly. Now, I don't know where she went, but she kind of fell off the, the map a little bit. That's a bit of a long story. But he's been on a few, quite a few shows. He's done a lot of interviews. Uh, so has Paul. Uh, Thompson, who is in Michigan here. Um, but I got to tell you, I messaged Josh today on True Social. I said, my friend, I said, let me tell you what, that was a great show. I said, that was an excellent show. And Patriots with Grip guys over there, including you, you guys asked some really good questions. It was a great dialogue. Um, there was no awkward moments and pauses of like kind of figure out who was going to go next. It was a very smooth transition of a show. Like it's a very good show. So go check that out. Patriots with grit. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent show. So, uh, so anyways, um, uh, so there's that. And speaking of Destry Payne, uh, part of the national assembly, don't forget, this is uh, housekeeping point. Number three, if you want to learn more about the national assembly and how you can get involved in your County and state level, please visit www.national assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. 
www.thepodcastmafia.net. There is a link there to the phone call that we do every Thursday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the uh, free conference call information and, and sign in. So if you don't have your phone, you can you know go in on the computer at freeconferencecall.com. Definitely check that out. And Lisa right here made a very excellent point. Uh, Lisa from Georgia. She's part of the General Georgia, uh, the Georgia General Journal Assembly. She was on this podcast. We plan on having her again. We plan on having Oscar on this show again. They were both great guests, great dialogues to have. Lisa from Georgia heads up a lot of her education and uh, recruiting, uh, the assistance of recruiting down there. And she does an absolute great job, stellar job. And so uh, she made a very good point. She said Destry's interview would be a very great recruiting tool to anybody out there who's struggling to recruit people for the assembly. So I'm looking right now. Let me go to my telegram. See, this is a nice thing about having a second computer now. So I'm not like I got multiple screens going on right now. So let me go to my telegram for a quick second because um, somebody was saying on my page, let me scroll down here. Uh, where did I see that? Let's go to my page here. Bear with me. Um, did it get deleted? What happened? Nope. Here it is. Let's see here. Um, where did I see it here? Hmm. Oh, here it is. So this comes from Dolores. She says, so far I've been unsuccessful in recruiting men and women to the assembly here in Pennsylvania. One young man listens in on the Thursday night call. I have for over a year now. Please pray for Pennsylvania. Thank you. So that's a prayer request. So we're definitely going to pray for Pennsylvania and we're going to pray for you, Dolores, there and your state that hopefully more people wake up and start getting active with, uh, you know, on the local level there. Um, so we will definitely make sure. And, and there was another prayer request here. Uh, somebody was asking maybe that we can pray that more people will wake up more. Um, so we can get our assemblies going. Trust me, guys, uh, there's nothing more than I want than people to wake up. Uh, sometimes it's just in God's hands, you know, and sometimes it's just in God's hands, um, which l leads me to kind of another point I want to make before we get started. <clears throat> so I think it's important to note. So sometimes it seems like we might be at a standstill, right? We might be at a standstill with recruiting and it just seems like we're not moving the ball down the field, right? I get that. That gets a little bit frustrating. It gets a little bit um, discouraging, to say the least, because you're thinking, how am I ever going to get our state assembled? I can't even get more than just me in, right? Hold on. I'm going to take a sip of water. So I want you to think about this for a second. I'm going to share a real personal story, uh, real life story, I should say. <clears throat> my buddy Shane up in a different county in Michigan here, we, he hauls gas like I do. He works for a different company. Okay. And he asked me one day when we were loading under the loading rack, he goes, Hey, you ever heard of the assembly, the national assembly? I said, no, I never heard of that. What is that? And he explained it basically in a nutshell. Hey, well, it's basically a bunch of people returning back to self-governing and, uh, you know, returning back original jurisdiction, uh, because that's what it used to be like back in the uh, 1800s. And, um, somehow that got, messed up and we are returning back to the seats that we left vacant. I said, hmm. I'm like, I have no idea what you said, but it makes sense. And yeah, I'd like to check it out. So I checked it out and I was vetting and I went to quite a few introductory meetings in the next county over. Um, I was listening to all the Red Beckman videos. I, you know, 
read a lot of the material that was suggested I should read, like the you know Magna Carta and different things like that, just different documents, right? Uh, the 28 Principles to Liberty, all this stuff, right? And after about, yeah, I don't know, two, three, four months, I'd say three or four months of, you know, looking into them, because again, I don't want to just get involved with just anything, because I, I don't know these people, right? But finally, it kind of started making sense. So what I'm getting at here, here here's my, my word of encouragement for you all. <clears throat> my buddy, Shane, and Shane, if you're listening to this, which maybe you are, maybe you're not, I don't know. Love you, brother. Um, the thing is, because he he's not involved anymore because he got discouraged in his county, um, probably due to a couple bad actors up there because, you know, let's face it, they exist here and there. But he he just kind of got discouraged. He fell to the wayside. And I was talking to Destry about this. I said, Destry, I said, you know, this is really kind of, it, it kind of sucks because he's the one that got me fired up and got rocking and rolling on this. He goes, yeah, but think about it from this point of view. And and I'm, I'm saying this for a reason, guys, because I'm, I'm going to tell you the same thing that Destry told me. Now, my buddy Shane got good man. He's a good family man. He's got three kids, <clears throat> provides well for his family hardworking man and he loves God. He lived a very hard life of drugs and and uh and alcohol, more so alcohol than anything, but he's clean. He's been clean for years. He goes to church every Sunday. He loves God. Absolutely loves God. He just got discouraged a little easily um and just fell to the wayside here in the Michigan Assembly. And I was talking to Destry. I said, Destry, I said, this is kind of frustrating. I said, how do I get my buddy to come back to it? He says, well, he goes, here's the thing. And, and I'm paraphrasing now. Okay, this is not word for word quote, just FYI. And he's listening in right now. So I'm sure he can correct the record if there's something I'm misspeaking on. But basically, in a nutshell, he said, sometimes certain people have a specific purpose. All right. God uses different people for different reasons. And sometimes it's just a one purpose, one time reason, right? He's like, he got you in, right? Just like somebody got me in. So one man got Destrian, which prompted a domino effect of many cascading events that led to the progress of where we're at today with 16 states assembled and put out public notice. He said, your buddy got you in, which in turn turned into this podcast, which has been responsible for helping many people in different parts of the country find a home with their state assembly and their county assembly. And I said, okay, that's a very good point. Never really thought of it like that. And like he just said right here in the chat, Find the one that will find many. Just because you might feel discouraged because you're not able to recruit to the ability that you want to. And listen, recruiting is a hard thing sometimes. It just depends on what type of personality type you have, how good of a presenter you are, how quickly you can think on the fly. Look, everybody's got different skill sets. But find the one, like he said here in the chat, find the one that will find many. Now, me personally, I'm terrible with face-to-face interactions as far as recruiting goes. Like, And I say terrible, meaning I don't give myself enough opportunity to do it. If I'm in front of someone, absolutely, I have no problem talking about it. and spurting off at the top of my head exactly what the assembly is if somebody's got a grievance against their government said well we do have a solution 
when I say I'm terrible at that, like I said, I'm terrible at presenting myself opportunities to do that. Does that make sense? Now, that said, I'm trying to work smarter, not harder, which is why I thought it'd be good to use this platform, which I initially started for God to read his word. I figure, well, this would be a good secondary purpose is to get the information about the National Assembly out there. And so here we are. Now, I can't really quite quantify exactly how many people resulted in signing up in different states. But to my understanding, it's a pretty good fair amount. I'd probably be willing to bet at least maybe eight to ten maybe 12. I'm not sure. Destry would have a better idea of that because I forward all these contacts that email me and I email Destry and forward them, do the introduction. I say, uh, John Doe, uh, Mary Smith, this is, this is Destry Payne. He is, uh, and one of the, you know, uh, Alaska general general assembly members, and, uh, he will get you forwarded to your secretary communicate, you know, com- communication secretary in your state. And so I'll just leave it at that. So it's resulted into, you know, into some members signing up, which is great because that's what we need in order to return, not just to original jurisdiction, but to come out of interim status. Because again, we need 38 states. Now in the interim, while we are building up our 38 states, the Michigan General General Assembly, along with other assembly members in other states, put forward this thing called the 21 requisition orders to the military illustrating just exactly what we want accomplished. Now, we can't really get into the description of exactly what those executive orders uh, or those uh, requisition orders are that were put forward. But some of them, I would say uh, confidently, because he said this yesterday on the, uh, the Patriots with Grit show, one of them, which I believe is Executive Order 19, was responsible for getting Space Force up and started. Space exploration, okay, that was something that was put forward by the 21 requisitions and by the people in assembly. Another one is to make sure that while we're going through this crazy chaos right now of train derailments and, you know, egg costs going through the roof and so on and so forth, to make sure that communications stay up during these tumultuous times. All right, and then the first, you know, one through 10 requisitions, of course, have everything to do, I believe, and and Destry, if you can hear me and you got time to type up, I believe the first one through 10 requisition orders basically has everything to do with like the economic system, returning back to the silver standard, you know, like returning back to sound money. So yeah, you know, Nassara, the Nassara law. Okay. So there are still six or seven requisitions that are still in play. Obviously we're not going to name them off because again, you don't, ever want to tip your hand to the enemy. Now, why am I saying all that? I'm saying all that is because even though we are still in interim status and we do not have our full 38 states yet, which again would then allow us to go to DC, literally go to the people's house and literally kick out the actors that are sitting in our seats there in DC. And that's when we would say, okay, um, all of you bar members, uh, we, the people are now returned, have returned to original jurisdiction, and we now are the majority. Your contracted services are no longer needed. Well, Jason, what contracted services are those? That would be the service, uh, that would be the, you know, the uh, Organic Act of 1871, the 19 essential services, which are listed in the Organic Act of 1871. You can look it up and read through it. Now, Which brings me to the next point. Now, Kurt Pendergrass, again, who's going to be on the show on Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. 
we talked the other day for about an hour and 10 minutes and he asked me, he goes, did you happen to listen to my show back in September 29th? Uh, I think it was the 29th. No, 26th. It was September something. It was late September of 2022. I said, no, I did not. Cause I just discovered you literally two months ago. I said, up until two months ago, I never heard of you prior to that. I said, but I tell you what, there's a lot of people that actually really have heard of you and have suggested to listen to your show. And I said, quite frankly, man, I said, you are a wealth of knowledge. I really enjoy listening to your stuff. He said, go back and listen to that show um, where I talk about all the executive orders that Donald Trump put forward. And one of the ones specifically is executive order 13818, which basically is an executive order that Trump put forward to do worldwide operations and roundups. So let's get right into the first. We're going to get right into the first soundbite here. We got about eh, about roughly about 18 to 20 minutes worth of soundbites here. So we're going to get rocking and rolling. Here's the first one. Now back over here. So now we can grasp the concept of what's going on right in the very beginning of, of 2017 or towards the end of 2017, but in the beginning of Trump's administration. Now we're gonna go over here to some executive orders. Now, first I'm gonna explain what an executive order is. So this is military. In the military, they give orders and the executive is the military as commander in chief of the army and the Navy. So as commander in chief, he gives orders, also known as executive orders. Now, we're going to have to go all the way back down here because 13818. Oh. Why did it stop there? Oh, because I started with 2018. Let me go back here. Just discussed here in Human Rights Day, Bill of Rights Day, and Human Rights Week. And then you'll understand this executive order. To execute the law as a military order by the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the Inter International Economic Emergency Economic Powers Act, the National Emergencies Act, Global Magnificity Human Rights Accountability Act. Now remember, these are all created by the legislature or Congress. So Trump's not making law. He's ordering the execution of the law that's already created. And he's citing the law right here he's acting under. Okay. Hi, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America. Find that the prevalence and severity of human rights abuse and corruption that have their source in whole or in substantial part 
outside the United States, such as those committed or directed by persons listed in the annex to this order, have reached such scope and gravity they have threatened the stability of international political and economical systems. Human rights abuse and corruptions undermine the values that form an essential foundation of stable, secure, and functioning societies. This is a worldwide executive order. This is December 20th, 2017. Are you picking up what I'm laying down here, folks? If they're involved in serious human rights abuse and corruption worldwide, they're in deep doo-doo. Okay. I therefore determined that serious human rights abuse and corruption around the world constitute an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy, and economy of the United States, and I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with that threat. Okay. So again, are we picking up what we're being laid down here? This is war, world war, going after the bad guys worldwide. Uh, Human rights abuse description undermine the values of an essential foundation of a stable, secure, and functioning society. have devastating impacts on individuals. We can democratic institutions, right? We're talking about democracies over there. Degrade the rule, degrade the rule of law, perpetuate violent conflicts, facilitate the activities of dangerous persons, and undermine economic markets. The United States seeks to impose tangible and significant consequences on those who commit serious human rights abuse or engage in corruption, as well as to protect the financial system. Remember, London, Vatican, and D.C. are foreign to us. And that would be the money. You know, the birth certificate, third and final bankruptcy of 1933, where they took all the gold, the private land, and the public land, Held in trust. Yep, yep, yep. That's human trafficking part B, folks. From abuse by these same persons. Now we're going to get into... That was the end of 2017, so now we got to go to 18... You go around March. Uh, protecting America through lawful detention of terrorists. Here we go. This is a good one. Executive Order 13825 of March 1st, 2018. By the authority vested in me as president of the Constitution and the laws of the United States, blah, 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 Title 10, Title 10, 
Okay. Whoever prescribed amendments to the what? Manual for courts martial under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Prescribed by Executive Order 12473 of April 13th, 1984. That's right. He dug up the executive order from 1984 because this is the power that belongs to the president. Okay. As amended, is hereby ordered as follows. Again, ordered as follows. These certain parts of the Manual for Courts Martial in the United States are amended and described in Annex 1, which is attached to and made a part of this order. The amendments in Annex 1 shall take effect on the date of this order, subject to the following. Nothing in Annex 1 shall be construed to make punishable any act done or omitted prior to the date of this order that was not punishable when done or omitted. Now, what was actually brought back here? The death penalty for treason. You see, uh -oh. in 1984, they, did, they, they made that alteration amendment back then to protect themselves. Uh-oh. In case anything like this were to ever happen and they got caught, they couldn't be executed death by firing squad. Uh-oh. Because that's how they're supposed to be executed under court martials. That's right. All public servants who are bound by the Constitution are pursuant to Article 6, Clause 3. Read it. Members are bound. If you're from the legislative, executive, and judicial branch, either state or federal, it doesn't matter. It's what it says. You shall be bound by oath or affirmation to support this Constitution. They are bound by admiralty jurisdiction. Right? The governor is what? Commander-in-chief? Under the president. Lieutenant. Governor. These are military terms, folks. Article 3, Section 2. Admiralty and maritime jurisdiction. But this is admiralty jurisdiction. They're the ones that are bound by this. Yep. For treason, be sentenced to death. Now, what are they saying? Oh, because this would be ex post facto. So they're, they're even looking, they're looking at everything. Again, this is March 1st of 2018. Okay. And this is what it's talking about. Shall be construed to make punishable any act done or omitted prior to the date of this order that was not punishable when done or omitted. Okay. Uh, nothing in Annex 1 shall be construed to invalidate the prosecution of any offense committed before the date of this order. The maximum punishment for an offense committed before the date of this order shall not exceed the maximum punishment in effect at the time of the commission of such offense. So a lot of this stuff they're getting away with because, well, they got a slap on the wrist. But, as we'll see here in just a little bit, the date of actual. Pursuant to section 5542. All right. So... <clears throat> The beautiful thing about this is that there's also this wonderful thing that I've talked about and I haven't talked about it in a long time, but this wonderful thing called the contempt of the Constitution. Yeah, that's also going to be another tool in our tool belt um, when it comes to these 
trials, when these trials and our grand juries and panel and start um, indicting all of these people. Because remember, there is a ton of sealed indictments that the military simply does not have the capacity to take on. Think about it. They only have Guantanamo Bay. And they did a lot of construction there and they added more buildings there so they can facilitate more volume. But let's be real. If I recall correctly uh, from Destry's uh, interview he did yesterday, last you know, not yesterday, but it was released yesterday, but uh, with the Patriots uh, with Grit show, one indictment, one indictment could have up to 50 names, or excuse me, one sealed indictment could have up to 50 names in there. The military is not equipped to taking care of that times a hundred and what, 40, 50,000 sealed indictments. This is why it's so important that we need to impanel or we need to reassemble our states and our counties. Because when you have over 2,500 counties, 3,000 counties or whatever, how many counties we have with petite juries, and then you have your grand juries all working in concert with one another to unseal these indictments and take down these scumbags. Hey, guess what? We just took a huge burden off the military. But logistically, if you're just looking at strictly just logistics and numbers, with the staff that the military has versus the amount of crooks and criminals and pedophiles and treasonous scumbags that are out there, they don't have the capacity to take all of this and if they any of it they did take care of all of this it would take them many 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 decades to get through all of this because again everything has to be done per the constitution it has to be done by the rule of law not the color of law the rule of law let's go to the next sound clip here but yes, this is very, very interesting stuff that he dug up uh, from Trump's executive orders continuing. Now, remember, this is from September. This is when he came back on the show to start doing Kirk's Law Corner back in September. Next sound clip. Now, that one was a little bit of a lengthy one. So they're not all this long. Here's the next one. Pursuant to Sections 5542 of the Military Justice Act of 2016, Division E, the National Defense Authorization Act, Authorization Act for Fiscal Year uh, 2017 Public Law, da, 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 except as otherwise provided in the MJG order, the MJ shall take effect on what? January 1st of 2019. All of this, all of the changes came effective January 1st, 2019. This is when they started crapping their pants, when they knew after January 1st, 2019. Now listen up. This is what I was talking about yesterday. Listen up. It was on. This is when Trump made the amendments. Death by firing squad. Uh oh. And a whole lot more. This is activating the military. Uniform Code of Military Justice and the Manual for Courts Martial. You go under the Law of War Manual, the Libra Code. From 1863, the first executive order. Okay. 
There's the manual for courts martial as amended, blah, 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 blah. Everything is becomes effective January 1st, 2019. That was essentially the D-Day. So any crimes that they committed after January 1st, 2019, well now, that's serious business. So this, this is the key to all of this, tying these pieces of the puzzle together. This is a military operation. And like I said the other day, yesterday, look, if you're not in the military, you're not going to get this, but hurry up and wait. Okay. Marine Corps model, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. We're not told anything about what's going on or what we're doing until after we're assembled and rest like it's ready to go. So you're, you're not going to know, even in the military, you're not going to know until it's time to go. And if you're not in the military and you're, you're not part of that, you're not in the circle of need to know. So those asking for proof of all this stuff happening, you're not going to get it. You're not entitled to that. And again, I know that's a big, huge pill to swallow for some people, but that's the reality. You're not in the need to know, and neither am I. So I'm not trying to claim that I'm in that need to know either. I just read this stuff when they came out. I listened to what Trump said. I'm like, okay, I'd pick it up on what, what he was laying down then. Okay. This is what's going on, folks. That's right. That is exactly what's going on. And see, that's the big hard reality that I think a lot of people have a hard time with because like, and I, I'm, I'm, if my mother-in-law is listening, first off, it's her birthday today. So happy birthday, Mutta. Um, I hope you had a great birthday because uh, sometimes she's not listening live, but I know she listens to the, uh, the to the download. Um, but I know she was saying this a couple uh, about a week ago or so when, you know, I was telling her, I'm like, look, there are apprehensions that are taking place. There are people that are, you know, being arrested. And, you know, she kind of took, and, and this is nothing against her, because I see her point. She took that pretty terribly. She didn't like that. She goes, well, hold on a second. If people are out there getting arrested, then why aren't we the people knowing? I'm like, well, first off, time out on the play. Okay, I understand what you're saying. We, the people, deserve to know what's going on. Like, I get it. Okay. I absolutely can sympathize with that sentiment. However, however, I, I asked a question. I said, but what are you doing to restore this republic? Are you a part of your Ottawa County Assembly? Are you involved with the state assembly? Are you getting involved? See, and I told her, I said, don't, I hope you don't take offense to this. And I know she didn't because she knows me well enough. Her and I, we're like this. Like, seriously, we, we're tight. She, I couldn't ask for a better mother-in-law. She's amazing. And I got an awesome, funny story to tell you on a different day about how she taught me how to cook steak a proper way. Yeah. I used to eat it dried out. I used to think that was good. Anyway, that's a different story for a different day. And I'll take all of my criticisms later. But 
I was telling her, I said, make no mistake. I'm not trying to offend you here. I said, but what I'm saying is you saying that you would be PO'd that you don't know what's going on and that you deserve a right to know what's going on. And I agree with that. But at the same time too, let's remember we are at war. So that's not to say that, again, the military, there's different members in the military, there's different compartments in the military. And I'm not going to sit here to pretend that I know all the inner workings of the military. Granted, I've had a lot of family members that served in the Marines, served in the Navy, uh, excuse me, not the Navy, maybe the Navy, I can't remember, but the Marines, the Air Force, and the Army. Okay. I had a friend that served in the Navy, worked on the uh, fighter, fighter jets. but. I know enough to know that there's even certain compartments within the military that don't know what one or the other is doing. It's called compartmentalization, right? But these orders were put forward by the people in assembly to the military to, to take, you know, to act on them. And I told her, I said, look, there's a lot of things I don't know. And I'm part of the assembly. But my point is, is that when you're at war, okay. And we've been at war really since, I mean, He's even said it himself, Kirk did, on this episode here that he did back in uh, September. That World War III really has kind of kicked off since Trump's presidency back in 2017. Now, let's go to the next sound clip here. A man hath the right to demand the cause. Actually, that one's something else that I'm going to play for a different show. Um, relating to grand juries. That's not what I want to play. That's, a, that's something totally different. Let's go to the next one here. Here we go. Executive Order 13844. Establishment of the Task Force on Market Integrity and Consumer Fraud. It's July 11th, 2018. Authority invested me and President by the Constitution and the laws of the United States in order to strengthen the efforts of the Department of Justice and federal, state, local, and tribal agencies to investigate and prosecute crimes of fraud committed against the U.S. government or the American people, recover the proceeds of such crimes, and ensure just and effective punishment of those who perpetrate crimes of fraud is hereby ordered as followed. Follows. Section one, establishment. The attorney general shall establish within the Department of Justice a task force on market integrity and consumer fraud. Task force. All right. This is creating something new. Okay. Now I'm going to bring in a little hint here. Article 4, Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a republican form of government. We are not a democracy. And shall protect each of them against invasion. Now listen carefully, folks, because this is a right. Right to a republican form of government. And on application of the legislature or of the executive 
when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. It does not say judicial branch. Just like our right to redress petition, the legislature for the redress of grievances. We go to the legislature, not the judicial branch. And in fact, let's read a little history behind this, shall we? Let's see an explanation from the annotated Constitution. Historical background. I always call it hysterical background. It's freaking hysterical. <laughs> the first clause of this section is somewhat different language, was contained in the Virginia Plan, introduced in the convention, and was obviously attributed to Madison. Through the various permeations into its final form, the object of the clause seems clearly to have been more than an authorization of the federal government to protect states against what? Foreign invasion or internal insurrection. That's what domestic violence is, is internal. When the public servants are corrupted, that's internal insurrection. An attempt to open overthrow the Constitution, and war against the people. Yep. Warring against the people is exactly what they have done. And I'm looking here at the chat board. So, by the way, let's see here. So I'm looking over on Cloud Hub. We got Cliff over there, Cliff Petrie, 61. Howdy, brother. Glad you can join us over there. Really appreciate you. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just a little quick uh, little thing. I am over video streaming over there on Cloud Hub. You can see my ugly mug um, and how pasty white I look because it is winter up here in Michigan. We don't see the sun very often. It's pretty awesome. Um, and so, yeah. But anyways, but yeah, um, this is exactly what they're doing. And this is exactly what we're dealing with is internal insurrection. This is one of the reasons why. You know, we're not just only dealing with this in the de facto, but we're dealing with this in a lot of different levels. Okay. On a lot of different levels. Um, let's see here. Rita, Rietta was just asking, can we interact with you on Clout Hub? I mean, there's a chat here. Uh, that's about the only interaction that I know of. No different than uh, Podbean. Um, let's get to the next sound clip here. Um, and, and so somebody was actually just saying, um, Rietta was just saying, he is self-taught on the law, correct? Yes, he is self-taught. He's been studying this since 1995. Um, <clears throat> and I believe he's he's definitely has some cases under his belt from a defensive standpoint. He's actually working on some cases from an offensive standpoint, meaning he's actually going after some of these public servants or people that should be public servants, but they're not. They're not acting like it. And he helps people with their cases, which he talks about briefly here in the coming clips. But yeah, he's going on the offensive with some of these cases. And he was just saying in my brief conversation the other day, how the judge looked at his case, looked at everything he had put together. And even the judge said, you can clearly tell that this is not copy and pasted information that you gathered from the internet. You've clearly done your homework. And Kirk's like, um, yeah, I have. Well, 
the interesting part is after the case, nobody objected to Kirk's case. Nobody objected. So that tells you one thing. They know their ass is in a sling because they can't rebut what he brought forward from the offensive side of the fight, not from a defensive standpoint. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. I love it. He's a smart man. I'm looking forward to having him on the show, and I hope he can maybe be on maybe once a month. And by the way, I did talk to Josh Lehman on True Social. Might have him on. I'd like to have Bill in Missouri on too. I mean, anybody that's in the assembly and they're a trustworthy, good, solid individual, and they have shown the fruits of their labor, meaning they're not just somebody that's just, you know, oh, yeah, I'm in the assembly. Let me be on your show. Okay. Um, mm -mm. You got to be very, very active so we can have an engaging, active conversation. All right. Next sound clip. Somebody helped out of Ohio. Five days later, pub, two public servants were, were arrested. Five days later. Okay. Helped some people out of California. Actually do an AO91 form and took it in there. And, you know, I equipped them with knowledge. And you, you're going to run into gatekeepers. That's a given. Because they don't want us tearing them down. They don't want us removing these bad actors and prosecuting them in military tribunals. Because they might end up with a death sentence for treason. And nonetheless, you're going to run into these what I call gatekeepers, right? They got the keys to the gate and they think that they can keep you from getting through the gate to seeking justice and telling on them because essentially that's what this is, right? I mean, this, this is what we were all taught in grade school to go tell on them. We're not supposed to resort to violence. In fact, it's a fundamental principle of our Republic and the Virginia Declaration of Rights is a theoretical foundation of all government. That's the document that declares Christianity as our theoretical foundation of all government, our ideology. Well, that's Virginia. Well, you don't comprehend. The territory of Virginia was quite large. All of those different colonies were within the territory of Virginia. Starting clear back in 1606. Yeah, that'd be before 1620 where they like to start teaching us history with the Mayflower. But if you read the Mayflower Compact, which is pretty short, and in, and in short, short, oh, we fall under Virginia and thankful to Virginia and da-da-da-da-da. That's right. Virginia was first. It encompassed seven of the what we would call states now in the territory of Virginia. Those colonies, Virginia had to cede the land, and this was done at a what? Continental Congress. Continent. Continental. They met in Philadelphia. So there's four documents that all go together. We have the Lee's Resolutions, 
which I can show that to you real quick. This is easy. That's right, the Continental Congress. The Continental Congress, and that's exactly what we have that's reassembling. Now, we got one more sound clip here. Let me see here. Yeah. But I want to read something real quick before we go to the last sound clip here. All right. I'm looking at the, and I've read it before, but I'm forwarding, um, I'm, I'm scrolling down to, it. it's the Michigan timeline of 2018. And I'm scrolling down to the month of October of 2012. I'm just going to read something real quick for you. And it says, we receded our federal House of Representatives and Senate from 1861 on October 21st, 2012. With succession, we established a de jure Republican form of government, like Kirk was just talking about, okay? And it continues to say that the purpose excuse me, Republican form of government with an interim president of the United States of America. The purpose is this federal level body has a purpose to orchestrate elections under the oversight of the military per the orders. What orders would that be? Well, I don't know the orders that we put forward as an assembly to the military, those orders. So, Back to the Brunson case that Kurt was talking to, uh, who was it? Loy Brunson? I want to say it was Loy Brunson on, um, oh, what was her show? Um, oh, somebody help me out here. It was Lights of the Round Table. What's her name? Susanna. She had Loy Brunson on there. That was a show that she wanted me and Destry to be on. I couldn't because I was in Florida visiting family. And it just happened to work out where, Kirk was able to get in on that show. It was a great show, as a matter of fact. But in a nutshell, I hate to say sound crude, but he pretty much, I'm not going to say the actual word because some people get offended by it, but he basically urinated, though, on Lloyd Brunson's Cheerios because Brunson, the Brunson brothers are expecting the SCOTUS to rule on this case. Because it's a matter of national security and, you know, our elections got stolen and, and, and nobody looked into it and Congress didn't do their job to, to investigate. Well, basically, in a nutshell, what, what Kirk was saying goes, yeah, but here's the thing. If you look at the Constitution, they have no subject, they have no subject matter jurisdiction. So... They can't do anything. Their hands were tied behind their back by this thing called, oh, I don't know, the Constitution. I got it right here, guys. You can hear it for those of you who can't see me. The Constitution. Yeah. Destry was just saying right here in the chat board, knowledge is power and ignorance is bliss. Yep. So... What I'm getting at here is back to this timeline, okay? It says the purpose, okay, with secession, we establish a deserved Republican form of government with an interim president of the United States of America. The purpose, the federal level body has a purpose to orchestrate elections under the oversight of the military per the orders. 
So even with this 2022 midterm elections, yeah, people think it got stolen and it, and you know, it, it basically did, but again, under the oversight of the military. Okay. There is a reason behind this. Here's the next purpose here on the Michigan timeline, 2018. This establishes a federal superior government over the de facto, which gives our military a civilian authority to provide direction directions. The civilian authority. See, we're going to talk about that more. Okay. Civilian authority. That would be the merchant Marines, which has been a long, has been around long before the founding of this country, the merchant Marines. We're going to talk about that on Tuesday. It's part of my questions. Next purpose, any action the military takes against the de facto are covered by the orders of the de jure Republican form of government and civilian authority. Oh, Next purpose, this cannot be considered as a military coup. That's right. It will be considered a military upholding their oath to defend the Constitution and we the people from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. This was sent registered mail, including a cover letter to, and also the new Declaration of Independence, which I plan on reading and doing that as a separate recording project. I might do that maybe... Mm, I might do that maybe tomorrow. So I might just do one show tomorrow and do a special recording. The one I was supposed to do yesterday, but I fell asleep and was like a half hour late for the show. Yeah. So I'll be going to be doing a recording project tomorrow, reading the new declaration of independence, but there was sent registered mail, including the cover letter with the new declaration of independence and the orders of the, to an order. And it was orders to the United nations, the Navy equals secretary of the Navy the Council of the Navy, the Joint Chiefs of the Pentagon, all with no rebuttal. And this was all back in October 21st, 2012, a little over 10 years ago. Now, let's play this last clip. Hope you all enjoyed uh, the little tidbit tonight. Hope that puts things in perspective of what's going on worldwide. People are being rounded up. They're being arrested. They're being, some of them are being executed, right? Um, this is happening and has been happening for quite a few years. Just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean that it hasn't been happening. This is a military op. Oh, and I suppose I should... Move that back over there. It's It has been going on. Lots of arrests. You know, uh, Guantanamo Bay, how many people realize how much construction happened down there? They built lots of new buildings to house Lots of people. Wonder why they did that. Hmm. Lots of new buildings. That's right. Let's see if we got something here. Lots of new buildings. Lots of new buildings and facilities there on that island. 
But remember, guys, remember, the military can only do so much. They only have so much capacity. They only have so much. Yeah, that's right, Oscar. You know what? That's not the first time I've heard that either. The White House, too. I guess there have been tribunals taking place there in the White House as well. That's right. That's exactly right from what I understand, actually from quite a few people. This is one of the reasons, because again, part of the order is that the, the, the National Assembly put forward. Why do you think the fence, again, I've said this before, but again, why do you think the fencing went up around D.C.? Yeah, and, and Oscar makes a very good observation. Inward-facing barbed wire fencing to boot. You have inward-facing barbed wire fencing to do one thing, keep people in, not keep people out, keep people in. Have you noticed that the live feed for DC for the quite some time has been inactive? Like you couldn't, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't get on there. You, you couldn't see anything really. There's a lot going on, but just because you don't know what's going on doesn't mean that it's not going on. Okay. People want to know what's happening. I get it. I, I want to know exactly what's happening, too. There is nothing more that I would love than to get a play-by-play -play action of what happened the day before or even the month before. I'd be happy with that, to put that out in the air. But unfortunately, that cannot be the case because, again, we did not get here overnight. Therefore, we're not getting out of it overnight. Oscar was saying here in the chat, he saw a structure that built that built uh, a structure built that someone speculated that it was possibly being used as gallows. Rietta was saying, yeah, I saw that too, Oscar. Yeah. Probably why you can't get really that close to that area. And this is Nancy makes a point that I made yesterday. <laughs> She says, how about the problems with buying ammo? I think it's because, again, death by firing squad, probably in Guantanamo Bay. I'm sure they're not doing that in D.C., but, you know, death by firing squad, they probably need a lot of ammo. Rietta was saying so many crazy videos coming out of D.C. Really? I need to look into that. I haven't really checked out anybody like uh What's her name? I forgot her name, but I know there was a couple of people going around DC constantly videotaping, but I didn't see much of anything. I remember that one guy, what's it? Richard citizen journalist. Like he was all over DC. I followed him for the longest time, but then all of a sudden it was like, he started doing a, a nationwide tour. He started going in like Texas and Florida. And then like, uh, he started going all over the country and it's like, well, well, wait a minute, go back to DC. What's going on in DC? I don't care about the rest of the nation. Go back to DC. Maybe he got kicked out because they were doing all his stuff down there. Yeah, I'd like to see some of these videos. But but anyways, but uh, there's a lot going on, guys. There's a lot of stuff going on. Okay, we're not all going to be able to figure it out overnight. But here's what I will say this. I, I will say this. Pay attention. Pay attention. Read. 
do your own research, do your own due diligence. Don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to Kirk. Don't just listen to Destry or Patriots or Grit or whoever. Research on your own. Do a little bit of digging. Okay, do a little bit of digging. Whoa, wait a minute. What is this? Destry was saying David Crooked, a.k.a. David Strait, now has blood on his hands. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that? Oh, I need to know about this. Somebody was saying that Richard blocked uh, somebody in the assembly out in California uh, for mentioning the National Assembly. Hmm. Probably CIA, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. Hold on. So Destry said, check text. Let me bring this up real quick and then we'll close this out. Let me see here. What is this? Um, let me see here. Hold on a second, guys. This was unplanned, unplanned. Got my phone right up here. Anybody that's watching on clout hub. Let's see here. Okay. So this is posted by Destry. It's on the, so Let's see here. Da, 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 da. So, okay. So state national, what state national shot and killed in Utah with an American state national license plate killed while traveling. Wait a minute. Hold on. First off the American state nationals have their own license plate. Huh? Got to look at that. Let's see here. So let me zoom out here. Okay. So it says warnings fall on deaf ears then these things appear in the news. Now, let's see here. Uh, so there's a story on msn.com. And it's also on kutv.com. Interesting. And there was, let's see, no mention of a chase. Let's see, what's it going Hmm. So, yeah, I guess Chase was murdered. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into the story. Let's see here. Local courts record uh, records show no recent criminal. So hold on a second. So what was the actual story here? I'm like reading here on the fly. So this is on national-assembly.net. You can look it up on the forums. Destry posted it. See, local courts record records show no recent criminal history for Allen. But according to the probable cause statement on September 21st, 2022, Allen voluntarily showed up at a Davis County Justice Court hearing for a woman who had been charged with a traffic violation. During the hearing, Allen became disruptive and noncompliant and began to resist officers. The document states he refused to comply when told to leave the courtroom. A Davis County Sheriff's Office deputy wrote that reasonable force was used to arrest Allen and that he was taken to the Davis County Jail. Probable cause statement goes on to say that while he was being booked, officers found Allen had a small plastic slide credit card device that contained several lock picking items. And according to the police, Allen matched the description of an individual with warrants, but he refused several requests to identify himself, which, of course, that's what they're taught to do. And when asked to stop interrupting, Allen responded that, uh, that deputies had no authority over him using an expletive and the document states. Allen was released on his own recognizance, agreeing to appear to a future court proceeding and not to commit any crimes. There is no record of charges being filed against Allen. 
Chase Allen murder update. Huh. That is very, very interesting. Oh, wow. So there is a picture. So I'm zooming in on the picture. Wow. That's got the little civil peace flag right there on the license plate and something else there. It looks like, like one of those. That is really interesting. Yeah, he was pulled over for a fake plate and argued with cops and then he got killed. Huh. Wow. Yeah, there's like no numbers or identification on this plate on this BMW. Wow. Well, there you have it, guys. If you think becoming a state national is a good idea, there you go. There's another reason why you should not follow that fraud. Can I tell you right now, right here, that nobody has gotten harassed and arrested and killed by the police for being a member of the National Assembly, being part of your general general assembly for your respective state. Can I just add that? No, we we don't we don't give you false license plates and say, hey, you're good. You don't have to respect authority anymore. Like we don't we don't we don't do any of that. You know what we do do? We do things lawful. We do things uh, peaceful. Um, might I add that we make sure we put emphasis on God at the beginning and end of everything we do. We operate, like Destry was saying right here in the chat, we operate in the private. We do not trespass, as Oscar was saying, we do not trespass on the corporation until we, the people, get our 38 states and we come out of interim status and we actually will become the majority, then we can evict them out and say, hey, uh, thanks, but no thanks, but your services are no longer needed. Um, take a hike because we, the people, are now back in business. But yes, like Destry was saying, we keep people out of harm's way. And Rietta was just asking, how many states do we have now? We're still at 16. Um, there's a reason for that. Stay tuned. More to come. I'll just leave it there. There's a lot of states working on their on their assemblies. Very, 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 very close, too, might I add. And I'm not trying to spread hopium here. I mean, they're very close. Um, but right now, we're still at 16. We'll just stay, we'll we'll say that. We're still at 16, only 22 more to go. Honestly, it's not gonna be a big deal. We'll get there. In fact, we'll get all 50 states. All right. We will be just fine, folks. Remember, just we got to stay the path. We have to stay on course. Because, again, if you think going the state national route is a thing to do, I mean, I've explained every which direction why that is a bad idea. But clearly, here's another reason why. Because they give you these fraudulent license plates, just like they give you these fraudulent passports that they say, hey, you could use this as your driver's license. Nah. Nope. So just remember, do your due diligence before you get involved with anything. <clears throat> and that includes with the National Assembly. Do your research. I'm not sitting here telling you that we're wrong because we're not wrong. And I'm not saying that because I am an assembly member. We are, in fact, right. We do have the jurisdiction. We do have the standing. We have the validation. We have the receipts to prove it. The military even flat out said we are the only one that's doing it correctly and lawfully. 
We just need to get the rest of our states. 30 people in 22 more states. That's really not a lot, guys. Yeah, like Destry was just saying right here, state national status didn't help that guy one bit. He died at 25 years old. Very, very sad. Very, very sad. So let's end this in prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for gathering us together here. Thank you for the technology that allows us to um, communicate with one another and put out your good word and to spread your good news and also to put out the wonderful information about the National Assembly and the knowledge and the education needed to help us regain our sovereignty, our liberty, our freedom, and return back to original jurisdiction. Thank you so much for the many blessings that you bring into our life. Thank you for our families, and we thank you for another day of life and good health. We pray for all of those that are being steered down the wrong path, like this young man who got shot and killed. We pray for all the people who think they're doing right, who think they are on the righteous path, but yet, unfortunately, being led down a massive, massive trap that Satan lays out. We pray that more people not only open their eyes and clean out their ears, but have the brain capacity to understand what is actually happening before their very eyes. So we pray for more people to wake up. We pray for you to call the many that we need or the few, who knows? You don't really need that many because you're God. You know exactly who are your fighters and warriors. But we pray that you Help us out, please, and give us the people that we need so we can get our 38 to 50 states. And most importantly, we ask for your forgiveness. We repent of our transgressions, our sins, because we can't move forward as a solid nation until we do that and until we fortify and solidify our family units, the nuclear family. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Remember, here at His Hard Line, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy will not gain any more ground on this side of the fence ever again. No more. Hold that line and prevent other people from crossing that line and getting hooked in another trap. So, wherever you're at in the world, I hope you have a good day, good night, God bless, and we will be back here tomorrow evening. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump told the American people, we will have a new government controlled by the people. Well, you just found it with the National Assembly. How many of you have figured it out yet that Trump was the last president of the 1871 contracted United States Corporation? The United States is dissolved and being dismantled before your very eyes. DC is empty. We have control over the military. We have a new government interregnum. 
Donald Trump told all Americans we will have a new government controlled by the people. We are it. And we need you involved. The sooner we have our states assembled, the sooner this show will end and we can return to a better life than we ever had. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people, the people, the people, the people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. America first. America first. America first. We the people, therefore the representatives and senators of these United States of America in general Congress assembled. Appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world, our creator and giver of the Time to wake Time to up! Wake up. <laughs> no longer! Donald Trump told the American people, we will have a new government controlled by the people. Well, you just found it with the National Assembly. How many of you have figured it out yet that Trump was the last president of the 1871 contracted United States Corporation? The United States is dissolved and being dismantled before your very eyes. DC is empty. We have control over the military. We have a new government interregnum. Donald Trump told all Americans we will have a new government controlled by the people. We are it. And we need you involved. The sooner we have our states assembled, the sooner this show will end and we can return to a better life than we ever had. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, We are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people, the people, the people, the people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. America first. America first. America first. We the people, therefore the representatives and senators of these United States of America in general Congress assembled. assembled. 
appealing to the supreme judge of the world, our creator and giver of the supreme law, ask for a blessing for the rectitude of our intentions due in the name and by authority of the good people of the United States of America, solemnly publish and declare that these United States in perpetual union are, and by right of self-determination, free and independent states with all sovereignty retained with and by we the people, that we the people dissolve all allegiance to the corporate United States, and that all political connection between we the people and the corporate United States is totally dissolved, and that as a free and independent state, we the people have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things independent states by right of self-determination decide to engage in, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other as a sacred covenant between we the people local to the United States of America and the Almighty Creator, our support and protection of the Magna Carta, Mayflower Compact, Articles of Confederation, Bill of Rights, Constitution, Northwest Ordinance, Life, Liberty, Prosperity, and Equal Justice for All, for All, for All, for All. We have reasserted the sacred idea that in America, the government answers to the people. We are all made equal by God. Everyone is entitled to be treated with respect, to have their voice heard, and to have their government listen. You are loyal to your country, and my administration was always loyal to you. I fought for you. I fought for your family. I fought for our country. Above all, I fought for America and all it stands for. And that is safe, strong, proud, and free. So patriots, time is important and time is short, but time is not to be considered. The reassembly of our nation can happen and we can all work together to accomplish the reclaiming of our nation, but it can only happen with each state working to reassemble their own state and then committing to the action step of reseating their national body politic. These actions can be defined and completed with the assistance of each state working together with the focus on reassembling the republic form of governance in each state. Each state. The greatest danger we face is a loss of confidence in ourselves, a loss of confidence in our national greatness. A nation is only as strong as its spirit. We are only as dynamic as our pride. We are only as vibrant as the faith that beats in the hearts of our people. I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done, them, done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. I go from this majestic place with a loyal and joyful heart, an optimistic spirit, and a supreme confidence that for our country and for our children, 
The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. I want you to know that the movement we started is only just beginning. There's never been anything like it. The belief that a nation must serve its citizens will not dwindle, but instead only grow stronger by the day. As long as the American people hold in their hearts deep and devoted love of country, then there is nothing that this nation cannot achieve. Our communities will flourish. Our people will be prosperous. Our traditions will be cherished. Our faith will be strong. And our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. To find out more about how to become involved in the National Assembly, please visit www.national-assembly.net. That's www.national-assembly.net. Every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we have a national conference call, which you can join in as a guest, find out who's in your state that's active. There's a Q&A, and you can find that information on how to call in at the website. Also, do not forget to look into the forums, as that is the central point of all of our educational sources and our original founding documents. Again, it's www.national-assembly.net. This is the only way we restore America's Republic is by reseeding the seats that were left vacant back in 1861 by we the people and return back to self-governance once again, as Donald Trump has always stated. God bless.